Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Decision-making skills are the soft skills that you can use to help you solve every problem in your business. Whether you need to choose a topic for a blog post or if you're buying something, you're always making a decision. Welcome back to another episode of The Entrepreneur Encounter. We are your hosts, Sarah and Dana. This month's theme is decision-making. And today we're going to discuss what decision-making is. For those that maybe want an exact Merriam-Webster definition, decision-making skills are all of the skills you need to make an informed, rational decision. It's your ability to make a choice. Someone with good decision-making skills at work can assess all the facts, understand the business current state, and choose the best course of action. I think it's also important to include that they can also make the decision to change or redirect the course of action. So maybe they, at the time, at the moment, they chose what was the best course of action, but then maybe other outside elements came into play and it's no longer the best course of action. It's also an, a great skill to have that ability to redirect or alter your decision. I think that would be like adapting, like adapting to the situation, because obviously we spoke on it briefly before previous episodes where you do have to adapt to changes. And if something is going on that's not working, you have to make the decision to adapt to ensure that everything is running smoothly. I'm confident in saying we have all had at least one boss that is like, well, we've always done it this way and doesn't want to change or adapt to different economy states, adapting to like the learning styles of new employees, whatever the case may be, like no matter what's going on, the building could be on fire and like, well, this is the only way out of the building. We know those people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the workplace, this can look like facilitating a brainstorming session to decide on a new product feature, choosing a candidate to give a job offer to. I use this one a lot. Collecting feedback from team members to create a new team workflow. Researching market trends to understand how they'll impact company strategy. This should be done quarterly. Just going to throw that out there. Networking to learn how they approach workplace problems at their company. Collaborating with a team member who disagrees with you to find a solution. This should be a show all in itself. But collaborating is huge even when there's disagreements. Researching market trends is huge. These are just the tip of the iceberg. I would love to hear from our listeners other ways that decision-making skills or other types of decisions are present in their work space. I wanted to touch on the networking to learn how they approach workplace problems. This means that if there's something going on within your business 
and you're not entirely sure like what to do. Networking means like you're asking outside resources. So who do you know in your network that have been through the same thing? You can listen to their perspectives and get their advice. And then whatever, like you're doing research, what can you do to face the problem that you may be facing at work? So decision making is much more than the final results. There are numerous types of skills that go into decision making. This is including analysts, creativity, collaboration, and leadership skills. So what are these exactly? Your analytical skills. When you are trying to solve a problem, you know, when you're making a decision, you are technically solving a problem. You have to look at that from all perspectives. So you want to collect as much information as possible, ask questions, and this will help you make a fact-based decision. So you just want to like, you know, talk to the people around you and see, hey, like what's going on? What is your perspective on this? And then ask those questions, get feedback, and that can help you get to a solution. Again, we have talked about problem solving as well. So if you want to go back and listen to those episodes, those episodes will be linked in the show notes as well. Creativity skills. We talked about this last month. Creativity skills are going to help you brainstorm ideas, like think outside of the box. We talked about the analytic skills where you're getting all the facts and you're basing your decisions off the facts. But if you don't have all the facts, you want to be open-minded and talk to those around you to get different perspectives. So the next one would be collaborating, which I feel like I always end up talking about this one the most, but that's just how passionate I am about it. Because no matter where you are in your entrepreneur journey, if you're a side hustler, you're working in an office, you work for yourself, you have to collaborate with someone, honestly, with more than one person. So going back to different perspectives, you're trying to figure out if you should add new software to your business. You're not sure if you need a Google workspace or you want to use Microsoft's workspace. I don't know what it's called and you're not sure. So honestly, the best and easiest, most streamlined way to make that decision is to talk to those that you work with and get their feedback. Hop into a Facebook group that has like Google workspace. I know there is one and those that use Microsoft more often and see like get the pros and cons, what they like. Why did they switch from one to the other? And then, of course, you can make decisions on your own, but that feedback is really going to help you feel more confident in your decisions. Literally, at the time of this recording, yesterday, I was working with one of my clients, and this actually is a perfect example. He was working, he purchased this Google Drive portal for couples to help like streamline the planning process, but he doesn't love it, which means he's not using it. So long form frustration is he kind of wasted his money on it because it wasn't cheap. And I took the time to build it, learn it. I paid money out of my own pocket to chat with them to like figure out how to use it as well because some of it was kind of confusing. And then earlier this week, he was like, can you print it and turn it into a PDF? Because he had a client who was not tech savvy because even he was having trouble. It's a Google Sheets and how they have it set up like a normal timeline. It's like a line item, but they had to tweak something to where it minimized. So unless you know to hit the plus sign on the bottom, it doesn't expand and it's small. So even he 
in a quick rush, missed it and was getting frustrated, which is why he delegated it to me to figure that out. And so we were talking about all of that yesterday and I had showed him something that I had built for another wedding client. And he was like, can I just buy that from you? And I was like, no, I'll just let you have it because I made it. So anyone that like any of my clients have access to it, that's my job. So now we are taking the small few pieces that he does like from this more expensive program that he built, and I'm redoing his whole thing. We want to keep it in Google Workspace because that is user-friendly, but we're redoing and revamping all of those spreadsheets, planning documents, vendor tracking, everything, which is time-consuming and slightly frustrating, but it's going to make him overall feel better. And that decision wouldn't have happened if we were not openly collaborating and getting the different perspectives from his clients him as my client, and then me having to build it and learn it myself. It's definitely interesting. And it's also rewarding collaborating with your clients. Like you were working on the project with that client trying to figure out that software. One of my clients, she wanted to figure out a CRM system. And having all these contacts, we're like going back and forth and she was sped up. She's like, I don't want to do the research anymore. Can you do the research for me? So I did. And I think that's just an example of collaborating. There's some tasks that we may not necessarily do for our clients, but if they ask questions and they're trying to figure out a better system for their business, I believe both Dana and I would do that for our clients, like go above and beyond to ensure that they have the right system set up for their specific business. So collaboration can mean so many different things. It doesn't even have to be with the people that you work with. It can be outside of the people you work with, such as networking. Correct. So collaboration is often a crucial skill for decision making, but someone has to take the lead and make that final decision. So essentially what, just using my example, real world example, leaderships can help you consider all perspectives and decide on a solution. My job as an online business manager is to take that collaboration and I'm making the decision. I told him, essentially, I made the decision on his behalf to redo his entire portal that gets copied and is sets the foundation and impresses his clients, his couples moving forward. I started it last night. It's probably going to take me quite a few days. (laughs) But the decision, I made the decision to redo it. And it's his business, but he hired me to help him with things like this. That is not his strong suit. He just wants something that works and is easy to use, but will also impress his couples. And so that's what I did. So then once I rebuild it and do all the things, it will be his final decision as the leader of his company to use it, offer feedback for me to fix, and so forth. But the first step in this decision process, in this example, I was the leader. I'm making the decision to fix it because he's not happy with it. And then he will make the decision A or B once he has all of the information in front of him. Exactly. I believe that that's why our clients hired us, right? Because they're focusing on their clients and we're working on the back end and we want to again ensure that everything is set up for success for their business 
So definitely take on those leadership skills and make those decisions. And if for some reason it wasn't necessarily the right decision to make, then obviously you need to have that conversation say, hey, like, okay, what would be better? What do you want? And get all that feedback to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Strong decision-making skills are going to always be valuable because you're always making decisions. But know that at times that great decisions are not made on spot, meaning going back to the collaboration and having those discussions, you need to consider everything that's going on. So consider the facts, understand the resources that you have and the goals that will lead you to come up with a solution. So we have a fun challenge for you. I know we've been mentioning it on social media a little bit, but wherever you're listening from, we challenge you to leave a review, send us a screenshot, and DM it to either Sarah or myself, and then you'll be able to win an ebook of your choice that will help you succeed in your business, especially as we go into the final quarter of 2023 and a lot of prep work is going into the first quarter of 2024. We would love to help build a solid foundation in your business. So as always, our information is in the show notes. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.